What's up, sexy people? We are live. It's Q and Assault Saturday. It's cold out here in New York, man. I'm bundled up. You know things are getting serious when the fur pops out. You know I'm in my bag when I put the fur on, though. You know? A couple days after Thanksgiving. Two days after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good holiday. Hope everybody ate up. Hope everybody got thick. Hope everybody's ready to eat more, however. All right? Every single Saturday we jump on here for the Q and Assault. Only for the Big Dog members. And you guys get to assault me with any questions that you may have for the upcoming week. This is week 12. So don't forget, Sunday Night Football, they're giving you a free square on Underdog. If you are not on Underdog Fantasy yet, go download the app. Go over to underdogfantasy.com. And if it is your first time on the website, deposit 10 and use this code right here, BDGE. BDGE. When you deposit for the first time, it could be 10 It could be up to $100. They're going to double Whatever you put onto the platform, and if you are a first-time depositor, this right here, this free square will be sitting there double-cheeked up for you, looking like a fried turkey, ready to, excuse me, get devoured. Hang. Underdog Fantasy. All right? Every week we get on here and we yap. We always go into the weather because I am a weatherman. I deliver you the weather forecasts, the one that you need to know about, all right? There are two or three games with some stuff that you might want to think twice about. Nothing really major. We got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I feel like they've never had a game where the weather was actually good. A chance for some light showers, nothing really. Carolina at Tennessee, also nothing really to um, worry about. A brief bout of showers possible. Rainfall totals here for the entire day. Small, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. We got Buffalo at Philly, one of the games of the week. Crazy that Philly's only minus three. They're three-point favorites in this one at home, 9-1 and one on the season, 4-0 and oh at home. Crazy, crazy. Looking increasingly like we'll see some rain in Philadelphia, though it should remain fairly light. Rain chances are increasing the later in the game we go. So nothing like too wild to take away. Maybe they go a little bit more ground-heavy on both sides of the ball, but it is what it is what it is. How's everybody else doing? How are we doing out there? If you want to become a big dog member, Head over to bdge.co, bdge.co, so y'all can yell at me or just ask me how we're doing. I'm doing fantastic. I feel good. This is like my fourth C4 of the day. It's only 2 o'clock. We got a lot of stuff to do. What happens is we take a couple days off for the holidays. Normally don't do that. Didn't really take any time off. Went home for Thursday. Um, But then we got to catch up. So... Me and Tony already filmed a couple videos this morning. I got this live stream. Me and Jack are filming big content right afterwards. So we got some shit to get done, which is why we're chugging. Girl. Welcome, Mike. We're going to talk weather. We're always talking weather. Who else you know talk weather like I do? Who else talks that sweet, sweet, sweet weather? Nobody. Nobody. All right. We've got start two, flex half PPR, Devonta Smith, Josh Downs, Keaton Mitchell, Alave, and Flowers. We got a lot of high-powered names here. Uh, first on my list is going to be Chris Alave. He's just been pretty good recently. They've got no Michael Thomas. Uh, Derek Carr looks like he's going to be the one playing, but the Falcons' past defense has just gone down the fucking gutter, man. They are a piece of paper in a rainstorm. 
They have just floated down the goddamn gutter. Our run defense is still really good, but we've turned into a pass funnel defense, unfortunately. Keaton Mitchell's cool, but we haven't really seen the consistency yet. Zay Flowers, I think Zay Flowers is kind of banged up right now. What do we got? Let me uh, let me check on this. Zay Flowers, data projects 70% chance of playing. Mild 10% production hit projected. Rookie wide receiver concern, potential to linger into week 13. So he is... um questionable he said he'll play he's got the hip designation josh downs i also am a little bit worried about because he's been super banged up so for me i'm looking at devonta smith and chris Olave most likely i wouldn't hate if you went zay flowers but he's stronger in full ppr and he's stronger in um leagues where like just catching balls and getting a lot of targets is the main projection here uh half ppr is not really that he will have a big role given the fact that Mark Andrews is out, but I don't think I'm there yet with Flowers. So I, I go Smith and Olave. Ali asks, McBride or Kincaid? Ooh, two studs. If we're looking at just potential matchups and the teams are playing against like how they fare against um, tight ends, it's not always like super predictive. It's a little bit tough because tight end production seems to get skewed pretty heavily just based on like touchdowns and stuff. Um we have Buffalo and Kincaid going against Philly, who is bottom 10 in terms of fantasy points allowed to the tight end position. So that's a good matchup. And on the other hand, you got Arizona playing against the Rams, which I'm like low-key kind of excited um, for this game. And the Rams are right behind them. The Rams are right behind them at uh, – they're actually tied. Both of them allow the exact same number of fantasy points per game to the opposing tight end. So I think when you're when you're breaking it down like yardage versus production, whatever, in my eyes, half PPR, I think I'm probably looking at who's more likely to score a touchdown in the matchup just because like you're not getting a ton of bonus points from PPR. I don't think I project Kincaid to have like six more receptions than, um, than McBride or anything. I like Arizona. I like McBride a lot. Why are these all locked? Show me the goddamn spreads. Hold on one sec. This is crazy. What's going on here? Whatever. Um, 44 and a half point over under for the Cardinals and the Rams. It is a 48 and a half point over under for the Bills and the Eagles. So the Bills are projected to score more points. I think Kincaid's like a really, really big part of this offense, obviously. McBride is a very, very, very big part of this offense. So here's what I'll say. If, if Hollywood Brown plays, I will lean Kincaid. If Hollywood Brown does not play, I can't imagine McBride gets fewer than 10 targets in this one, so I would lean McBride there. Pacheco or Mixon? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Pacheco there. I just think he's a better player, and I think he's got a better team right now with a better offense. Flex one, half PPR, Cooper Cup, Kincaid, Flex one. Oh, uh, yeah, Cooper Cup, brother. That's it. Don't think too hard about it. Start two, full PPR, Tank Dell, Devontae Adams, and Jamar Chase. Uh, crazy as it sounds, you imagine asking this question in the beginning of the year and hearing that my answer is without a doubt Tank Dell is the wide receiver one. Um, I actually low-key love the matchup for the Texans against the Jaguars pasty. Tank Dell's been eating. This, this Jaguars pasty is, like, good, but they're really not anything great. And they allow a shitload of points to outside wide receivers. So they actually allow the second most fantasy points to outside wide receivers. They're better against the slot, but um, in terms of boundary receivers, they can absolutely be beat. Let's see if we got any real updates. We got 
Chiefs placed wide receiver Miko Harmon on injured reserve. Who gives a shit? Rams officially activated Kyron Williams off injured reserve. He's good to go. Yep, he's going to get a workload. Um, so I'm going to go Tank Dell, and then you have Devontae Adams versus the Chiefs and Jamar Chase versus the Steelers. I'm going to lean Jamar Chase here. So I'm going to go Tank and Jamar. Start two, full PPR. We got Ridley. We got Singletary, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, and Demario Douglas need a win this week. Bad. Okay. So we are looking at this is um this is a lot here. Let's let's try to break down each player. So we have Calvin Ridley, who is coming off of a big game. Um do we buy into it? Mm, a little bit tough. Uh, a little bit tough to really like buy into Ridley after such a big sample size of him being kind of terrible. Uh, goes against the Texans, and the Texans are kind of just mediocre, middle of the pack in terms of points allowed to boundary wide receivers. You have Devin Singletary, who's been fucking red hot, but Damian Pierce will be back in the um, will be back in the picture. And the Jaguars' run defense has been pretty good. The Jaguars' run defense, in terms of just like fantasy points allowed, they're middle of the pack, but they are. Uh, pretty good just in terms of like on a per carry basis they do not allow a lot of explosive plays they do not allow uh efficient you know like 4.8 yards per carry they're at 3.6 yards per carry allowed to the running back position which is bottom five in the nfl right now marquis brown who's definitely limited and banged up he'd probably be off my list immediately you have deontay johnson i kind of like deontay johnson i know he's coming off of like a bad week with kenny pickett but finally matt canada's out of there you got to think that they like they, they're excited and they play for something, you know, with teams. Uh, same thing with, like, the Raiders. When they got rid of Josh McDaniels, they get fucking hyped up for this shit. I'd imagine the Steelers' offense is going to be hyped up. They play the Bengals. The Bengals' defense is not very good, uh, despite what people actually think about them. And um, they could be beat on the outside boundaries for sure, which gets me a little bit excited about Deontay Johnson. Demario Douglas is a really nice floor play, obviously. He goes, like, 6 for 60 every single week. But I imagine this is going to be like a shitty low-scoring game. So I'm not like super excited about uh, Demario Douglas, although the Giants do let up a decent amount of points to the slots each week. So for me, it boils down to Ridley, Deontay Johnson, and Demario Douglas. I think if you're going for ceiling, you lean towards Ridley and Deontay Johnson. And I think at this point in the week, right, like we've already had three Thanksgiving games. We've already had the Black Friday game. So there's a, a really good chance that you know whether or not you need ceiling or floor plays here. So if you want floor, Demario Douglas should be in your lineup with one of those guys. If you want ceiling, I would probably go Deontay Johnson and Calvin Ridley. And if we look at the time of the games, let's see if we can get any insight here. They all play at 1 o'clock. Steelers are at 1. The Jags are at 1. And the Patriots are also at 1. So you don't really get the luxury of like flipping back and forth by the time that those games take off to like really know where you're situated at. Um, so again, ceiling Ridley, Deontay Johnson, if it's just like, uh, I, I think I'd probably lean maybe Ridley into Mario Douglas. Otherwise flex play, start one full PPR, Ridley, Alave, Godwin, Ramondre and Cooper. Uh, I'm going to go Alave again. Godwin's been shit. Ramondre should get a big workload, but again, I, it's a 33 and a half point over under like they're expected to score like 16 points. 18 points or some shit. So it's hard to get on that. Um, the Browns against the Broncos are a sneaky good defense. Obviously, they could probably got Patrick Sertan on Cooper. I, I think I'd, I'd either go Alave and Ramondre or Alave and Ridley. I'd, pr I'd probably ride those two. Yeah, what up? What up? Standard. Ridley, 
Christian Kirk or Rashi Rice? Uh, I think it can't really be Rashi Rice right now. Just given the fact that, like, coming off of the bye, we didn't see that bump that we wanted to see. We didn't see the route running increase. We saw Justin Watson instead get 11 targets. So I'm kind of out on Rice right now until we see more consistency from there. And then you got Jaguars versus the Texans. So basically you're asking yourself, are they better against the slot? Are they better against outside boundary wide receivers? And let's see. Houston allowing the... They're bottom 12 in terms of points allowed to slot wide receivers. They are about the same. They're 18th in fantasy points allowed to the wide receivers outside. Again, I I think this might come down to like a floor versus ceiling kind of thing where it's like if you need ceiling, maybe Ridley. But I actually think I'd probably just go Kirk there altogether. He's been more consistent. It's not like he's not scoring touchdowns, so I'd probably go Kirk. Alex, what up, brother? Need a flex, PBR, Christian Kirk or Jerome Ford. Looking for a high floor over upside. Shout out for being so high on Dolphins D. Um, dude, yeah, like fucking um what's his name? Um, Tim Boyle is just something else. Tim Boyle just he's something else that's not an NFL quarterback. That's that's what I could tell you. I I cannot believe they're trotting him out. Go look at his college stats. Do yourself a favor. Go look where he played college and then look at his college stats. It makes no sense that he's an NFL quarterback. Um, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, they both have a high floor. Like Jerome Ford going against the Cleveland Browns, or <clears throat> I mean, uh, the Denver Broncos. It's a great matchup. The Broncos' run defense has been atrocious. They've been literally the worst in the NFL up to this point, and they have not gotten any better despite the team getting better. But I actually I, I like Christian Kirk more here. Full PPR, give me Kirk, uh, Jerome Ford. I think he's got a nice floor, but I would definitely feel better with Christian Kirk here. Jerome Ford feels like um, one of those. Actually, this was the fucking thumbnail. Good for me. Let's go. Jerome Ford feels like one of those plays this week that's like on paper. He should go crazy, but I something in me like doesn't really trust it to come to fruition. It's like Jerome Ford getting a ton of work, getting a ton of carries. They got a rookie quarterback. They're going to lean on him. They get the Denver Broncos run defense, who've been terrible. They just got chewed up and spit out by Alexander Madison and Ty Chandler. Dud. I'm starting him in a couple leagues, but like I, I Kirk, I feel really comfortable with Rashi Rice or Gus. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Gus there. I don't know how you could sit him at this point. The guy just won't stop scoring fucking touchdowns, and plus they're down Mark Andrews, uh, limited. Um, it, I, everyone's hurt on that offense. Fucking Zay Flowers, OBJ, they're all hurt. What up, homie? I'm 9-2 using the BDG draft guide. Huh? Love to see it. I actually went back and looked at, like, because uh, we do a, multiple lists. We do, like, lists of our must-draft players and then a list of, like, our all-fade list. And we were pretty fucking on point. Obviously, we miss here and there. Like, no one's going to be a 1,000%. No one's, most people in fantasy, if you're picking between, like, two players at ADP, are really not going to be higher than, like, 60%. But we fucking nailed it with those lists. I feel pretty good about them. Need two, full PPR, Ramondre Stevenson, Josh Downs, Kyron Williams. So Kyron Williams is for show getting into my lineup. What do do we know much about Josh Downs right now? Is he has he been limited this week? Let me uh let me get a read. Let me do some research. He's playing given recent knee injury two times. Data favors mild performance dip plus elevated re-injury risk for the next three weeks. He's been practicing on Wednesday. Uh, 
likely playing in week 12. Expect rapid improvement compared to week 10 with return to 100% if no re-aggravation by week 14, week 15. So he's going to be a little bit limited, but you got to love the matchup against Tampa Bay. So right now, just based off that question, I'm leaning towards the latter two, actually. I'm leaning towards Kyron Williams. Love the matchup, and I just love his role, especially with Darrell Henderson getting waved. And then um, Josh Downs, because they're playing Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay allows the single most fantasy points to the slot wide receiver per game. They allow almost 27 fantasy points per game to slot wide receivers. That's not not each slot wide receiver, but the collective slot wide receivers running routes in the game. So uh, Downs and Kyron for me. So our two, full PPR. We got Alexander Madison, Deontay Johnson, and Keaton Mitchell. Oof. Um, all right, so we got Alexander Madison and the Vikings playing the Bears. The Bears' run defense has been way better. He's obviously splitting a lot of work with Ty Chandler, too. In full PPR, I think I like Deontay Johnson as one. I, I, it's really hard to get there with Keaton Mitchell, man. You got to think that as he gets healthier and healthier, they're going to continue to like get him into that offense more, especially with a banged-up offense. Um, the Chargers defense is pretty bad. I'm actually, you know what? This might be stupid, just given how much work Madison's been getting. No, we're gonna go. We're gonna go, John. You know what? I'm not gonna go crazy here. My heart is kind of telling me Keaton Mitchell and Deontay, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play it smart for you and do what you should do and say what you should do and go Madison Deontay here. Half point. Start one. Taysom Hill, Jacoby Myers, Kareem Hunt. Ooh. I like that. Uh, Taysom. Taysom, Taysom, Taysom. I feel like if you can get Taysom in your lineup, you'd do it. Also have Tank Dell, but I think he's an automatic start. That's hello correct. Uh, I just traded Saquon and Higgins for Ramondre and Elliott before the deadline. I'm in first. I'm just prepping for the playoffs. What do you think of the trade? I would not have given up. T. Higgins, I'm like, I'm fine with because at this point, he's probably like a low-end wide receiver three at best rest of season. But Saquon is just so head over heels above in my opinion, Ramondre and Elliott. So I, I I wouldn't have pulled that trigger. You gave away the best player in the trade, in my opinion. What up, Alex? What do you think? Ramondre, James Cook, or Jerome Ford? Full PPR for my RB2. Okay, so this gets interesting. Ramondre would be the sit for me, but we have James Cook. Damn, I realize I'm so anti-Ramondre this week. I hope that doesn't come back to fucking boit me. Um... James Cook getting a lot of work. I, I really like the way that their new offense looked under uh, non-Ken Dorsey, where they were getting the running backs really involved in the passing game. I could see that being a point of emphasis for them against a ferocious pass defense in Philly. I really like both James Cook and Jerome Ford. Again, there's, there's something there's something in me. There's something inside of my guts telling me that Jerome Ford's matchup is just too good on paper, that it that it makes me a little bit nervous. And because you have such good alternatives in James Cook and Ramondre Stevenson, I am actually going to lean James Cook here for you. Would you rather have Nico Collins or Bijan rest of season? Um, I think they're I think they're pretty even. I guess it depends on what your team makeup is. It definitely depends on like full PPR versus half PPR. Um, I, I think I ultimately probably lean Nico Collins, especially if you could start you know three four wide receivers and it's full PPR. What are your thoughts on Kula Herbert rest of the season? I'm guessing he'll get his first full workload this week since injury. He looked good prior to going down. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it more so depends on Deonta Foreman's uh, status. Data projects 60% chance of playing. Low ankle plus re-aggravation predicts no offense to but lower workload than baseline. Uh, 
I, I feel like Herbert and Foreman have both played really, really well to the point where like it's going to be hard to trust either of them. They're almost like a bad version of uh, Ramondre and Zeke. So like I, I can't imagine I'll ever rank Khalil Herbert in a given week outside of a Deontay Foreman injury where he's not going to play. Like if he's inactive, I'll probably rank Khalil Herbert like in the top twenty-four. But outside of that, they'll probably be like running back. I don't know, like twenty, twenty-seven, and like thirty-four or something like that. And uh, and uh, full PPR sit one. Joe Mixon, Kareem Hunt, James Conner. I am probably going to sit Kareem Hunt's. He'll get less work than Jerome Ford, most likely. And we also saw Jerome Ford get some goal line work last week. So not really sure which way that's going to favor either. And they're also, Cleveland, surprisingly, are underdogs in this game in a 36-point over-under. So they're really projected to score like 16 points. So I will go Joe Mixon because his workload will be so high. And James Conner's actually looked really, really good. And his workload will be high as well. So I'd probably sit Kareem Hunt. I'm down bad at running back, ain't we all? Need one full PPR. We got Damian Pierce, Kenneth Gainwell, Samaji Piran, or Foreman, Super Deakly. Yeah, that's fucking disgusting, my brother. That is gross. Um, we are going to sit Samaji Piran. I don't trust the workload. I don't care that he had like a decent week last week. They're going against a Cleveland defense, which is great, obviously. Foreman banged up at like 60 to 70% scares me. Damian Pierce first week back as well with Devin Singletary playing really, really well. And then we got the Eagles and Kenneth Gainwell. I want to look at his snap share last week. Because like he he kind of had like a nice matchup where he could have done something good. He played 31% of the snaps, a 4% rush share, ran 25% of the routes. What do you end up with? He ended up with one carry for one yard, one catch for four yards. I just don't know how we could play him. Fuck. I don't know how you could play any of these guys, dude. You are down tremendously. How are you going to ask me a question like this? I feel awful about all these options. And you can't really hold out for Foreman because we don't even know if he's playing. Oh, God. Um, I guess I guess P. Ryan. I guess P. Ryan. Saints or Broncos D. Okay, so we have the Broncos at home as favorites, one-and-a-half-point favorites, 36-and-a-half-point over-under. We've got the Saints on the road, one-and-a-half-point favorites. I would go with the Broncos. We're going against the TR, rookie QB, higher likelihood for low scores, higher likelihood for turnovers. So uh, Broncos for me. Last question, what are your thoughts on Ty Chandler? I like him. I like him, but uh, it's hard to imagine he's going to like take over a role bigger than Madison. This is just one of those – like real life versus fantasy where it's like we can want Ty Chandler to be the workhorse, but it they clearly got a nice little like one-two punch going on over there, right? Where it's like Madison's good for real NFL football to take pressure off of Dobbs to just make sure that no running back gets hurt. You don't give any running back like too much work. So um, I like Chandler, but I can't really imagine outside of like really good matchups, he's going to be anything more than like an RB3 flex play at best. Beautiful hat, Nick. Beautiful picture. Full PPR, start two. We got Kirk. Collins, Alave. Ooh. Um, well, Collins is definitely going to be in there for me. Uh, Alave and Kirk. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I do like just the Kirk Collins like dichotomy, just going back and forth at each other. I like Alave. I will say, listen, I will say, like the Falcons past he has not been great over the last few weeks. And I want to actually pull up who they've been torched by. Because A.J. Terrell was like a, you know, he he was a cornerback. He's still a great cornerback, and he was a cornerback to stay away from. 
in the entirety of the beginning of the year, but he's not really been that as of late. But I do want to make sure that I'm not just yapping. Um, Arizona ain't no one did shit against us, wide receiver-wise. Marquise Brown went 1 for 28. Michael Wilson, 3 for 34. Uh, the week before that, we had Minnesota. Uh, Jordan Addison went 5 for 52. Before that, Tennessee. D-Hop did go four for 128, but that was like the fake magical fucking Will Levis game. Uh, I, I think I would I think I would lean Kirk and Collins. Crazy, but I think I would actually sit Alave. Mm, and something something with that doesn't sit right with me, especially not with Michael Thomas out. I take that back. We're gonna go Alave and we're gonna go Kirk there. His car playing this week. He's expected to. Like, he's clear concussion protocol. Um, and I don't think the other injury was considered that serious. Uh, Derek Carr will be back Sunday, yes, unfortunately. Thoughts on Will Levis this week. Do you think he'll actually do anything worthwhile fantasy-wise? I mean, he's a really tough start at this point. Um, and the Panthers are a team that you just run the shit. Like, this, this will be a Derrick Henry game for sure. Derrick Henry should should get minimum 20 carries. And they, they ran like 37 plays last week or something like that, Tennessee did, which is an insane number of plays to, to run in, in, in a terrible way. Um, the, Panthers are, the Panthers are allowing the second most rush attempts per game against them, second most rushing yards per game against them, third most yards per carry against them, the single most rushing touchdowns against them. Um, so it's not good. I imagine this being a huge Derrick Henry game. Maybe Levis gets kind of lucky, but they're not that bad against um, against QBs, and and mainly because of the volume. So I would definitely stay away from a Levis if I could. He's probably ranked in that like QB, I don't know, twenty two to like twenty six range. Hang. You guys like the lighting in here? I just turned off all the lights and made the softbox light like way brighter, and I I kind of fuck with the look more than the normal lighting it's crazy because my office so there's four lights on the ceiling there's one like there there and then there there so they're like diagonal in a box but two of them are broken both of those ones out there are broken so they only have the lights here so then it's just like if i turn them on it's just a shitload of light coming down here so i'm like eh, fuck you let's just turn it off and turn the spotlight on like the batman light you know what i'm saying all right cool good story thanks guys um, all right. Well, it looks like the questions have run dry. We are inching towards the 30-minute mark, so I'll probably just drop out here because we haven't had one in a minute. Uh, and I'll leave you with this. Again, if you want to join next week's Q and Assault for week 13, head over to bdge.co. Become a Big Dog member. Very easy to figure it out once you're on the website. And more importantly, more importantly, go hit this free square on Underdog. Underdogfantasy.com or go download the Underdog app. First time depositing, type in the code BDGE and they'll double whatever you deposit the first time. Plus, you get this free square sitting there, double choked up. Got one last question before we head out. I traded Alave for Puka. What do you think? Half PPR. Ooh, okay. Kind of interesting. Let me check out the schedules right quick. Feel It, it feels just off the top of my dome. It feels. Um, relatively lateral like i don't think i lean either way but if i'm looking at the schedules down the stretch ooh, you know what new orleans has a nice schedule they got atlanta but then they got detroit 
Carolina, the Giants, the Rams, and the Bucks. Those are all defenses you could throw the shit out of the ball against. The Rams have Arizona, Cleveland at Baltimore, but Washington, Saints at New York Giants. Um, okay, so I don't think there's necessarily like a clear winner here, just given the fact that um they both have actually like really, really favorable schedules down the stretch. I guess there's a little bit more, in my eyes, a little bit more like uncertainty with the Rams offense, like Cooper Cup's injury, um, Matt Stafford hasn't really looked full strength in a little while, so maybe I lean towards Alave, but I, I think they're kind of even to me. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. I love you. Mwah. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.